Welcome back to another Did I Miss Anything? Yep. And apologies for the delay. The, the very late upload of this week's episode. That's S- going to be next week's going to be late too, probably. Stuff came up. No, we'll be. Well, I don't think it'll be this late. We'll be fine. It's Inktober. I got a lot of things going on. Heather's yeah. got some stuff going on. It's my birthday. It's it's almost her birthday, yeah. so she's been like super stoked about that. So apologies again. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, hi and welcome. My name is Lewis. My name's Heather. That's Heather. That's what I said. That, that's what she said. And this is a podcast where we watch movies, TV shows, and we listen to albums that were super popular when they came out. Uh, some of them continue to be popular and referenced constantly in pop culture, but Heather and I missed the boat when they were originally available. So we've decided to catch up now mm-hmm. and center this podcast around those new experiences because content. So that's it. Here we are. That's what life is about now. For just that's content. all it is. So you can't do anything just for yourself anymore. Nope, it has to be for someone else. It has to be for the masses. That's right. <laughs> just all of the masses. It's like we're living in a movie or like a TV show. Like that's what we think our lives are now. Yeah, you know what I mean? we're in the Matrix. Yeah. Oh, that's, I, I that's totally. Oh, I definitely believe that. It's after all a see- simulation. After seeing it for the first time for this sh- for this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, and I believe so. So for the month of October, we decided. That we're going to do Halloween-themed movies. Yeah. Um, last week, we did... Corpse Bride. W- Corpse Bride. Tim Burton gem. Yeah. Hopefully you saw it. It was very good. You know what I learned on the internet today? That, so many things. Well, one thing. that you know, Everyone references Tim Burton as like the creator and whatever of... Uh, uh, what's it called? A Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas. Is he not? He had very little to do with it. I did not know that. He wrote the original poem apparently for the movie and that's what became but the movie? he didn't like write or direct it or anything like that oh so I well i mean i guess if it's we based should... on his poem though no um no it is a good i mean yes huh. it's, it's the reason it exists i'm assuming but he didn't like direct it or anything apparently he's problematic who tim burton yeah like just to work with or just in general uh i don't know i think he's like abusive on set and stuff like that oh, oh no sad. he said something about oh no he had said something about how how uh people of color don't fit the Tim Burton aesthetic. That's why he doesn't really hire them for movies or Tim cast Burton's, them. What aesthetic? His aesthetic is stop motion. That's not. The Tim Burton is, has he has an aesthetic. All right. It's like creepy and weird, and like all his movies look very similar. That's true. Like I even guess. the Batman's and stuff, you could tell it's a Tim Burton movie. I guess. But apparently he's like that's, he said that that's why he doesn't hire people of color, cast people of color. It's sad. But I'm just saying. Anyway, that's what I learned today on the internet. Breaking news. Could be could be untrue. It could not even be true. I didn't fact check anything, so don't oh. take my word for it. Then why would you even bring that? You know that I run a very tight ship here, and all information has to be factual. Yeah, Wikipedia. <laughs> that? That anybody can write on. I'm just... And change. Uh, that's just for, like, notes and for remembering things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anywho, before I was so rudely interrupted... What? Were you? I wasn't, but... Okay threw me off my game continue so this week yeah, what are we, doing? we decided to watch yet another pixar movie actually i think it's only our second pixar movie yeah i think yeah. it's only the second one um our first one was inside out no oh we did toy story oh and toy story so yeah. this is our third one actually um we watched coco yeah a which some people say is the best pixar movie ever easy that's a little some people say that that's a little that's a little much. Again, I don't know, I don't, I don't know about internet. that. That's 
I think it was on TikTok. I maybe on TikTok. Maybe stop going on the internet. Yeah. All right. Anywho. Yeah. Coco. Yeah. Go the ahead. very music-heavy Pixar movie. It's the first, it's. I think it's the only Pixar musical. Like that's an actual musical. Like huh. there's music in. Yeah, the movies, but, but I guess yeah, yeah, that might be right. Where the characters actually sing and stuff. Breaking all kinds of grounds on on did I miss anything? But anyway, Coco tells the story of a young boy named Miguel who dreams of becoming a musician, even though his family strictly forbids music. His family is like the town in Footloose, but with music instead of dancing. Mm-hmm. Which like, I'm assuming they can't dance either because there's no music. But I mean, I guess you could dance without music. It wouldn't be very good. Why would you? I, Why would you even bother? I don't know. But Miguel and his family live in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And the entire movie's in English, though. Just FYI. Which is also weird. Which I they're found like very weird. They 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 use like certain words in Spanish, yeah. but yeah, like ninety five percent of that movie yeah. is English. I don't know why. I don't know why. I mean, well, yeah, but you know, they uh, probably maybe I maybe mean, they made a version in Spanish. They should have. I'm assuming all the, the whole, I'm assuming the cast is all is all. Uh, it Mexican. is actually. We'll get to that in a minute. But this is the first. Um, I just I just read it too. Uh, this is the first like nine figure pixar movie with like an all latino cast nice um actually it's the first motion picture just regardless yeah regardless yeah just the first cool yeah so anyway um miguel and his family live in mexico Mm -hmm. uh his great great grandmother imelda was married to a man who left her daughter uh or well he was married to a man who was a musician and one day he left her and their daughter to go assumingly on tour and, and the pursue, daughter is coco and yeah his daughter is coco who is miguel's great-grandmother and he went off to pursue his career in music never returned home so we're led to believe that he just like abandoned his family and just pursued his career in music terrible man terrible terrible person because of this amelda banished music from her family's house and the generations after and it's kind of like a thing that her family just kept up because family a very central theme in the movie and in this family so she ended up starting a shoemaking business and she was like that's it that's all we're gonna do now we're gonna be shoemakers so miguel lives with his family his great-grandmother coco and his parents and they're all shoemakers they all continue to operate this little shoemaking uh i guess business, business. Yeah, Rivera, um, Rivera 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 shoes? Rivera shoemaking or Rivera shoes something like that um and they they continue to operate this this business to present day uh Miguel secretly idolizes this very famous singer who's from the same town um named Ernesto de la Cruz he was a famous singer decades ago and he teaches himself to play guitar using Ernesto's uh films and albums as as reference so on the he like made a guitar too he did he He made made a guitar yeah because it's like it's like all made of nails um like with the uh like where the tuning heads would normally be on a regular guitar it's just like screws that he has to tighten with like pliers very makeshift very makeshift guitar but it works though yeah so how else is gonna learn his family's not gonna buy him a guitar no because music is banned so on the day of the dead miguel they're very, very How good. How was my accent on that? that? so good. I don't want to be offensive. I mean, I'm not... I was not, trying to say it correctly. I don't, I don't speak Spanish. No, I know. But... But Portuguese is close to Spanish. I guess. How do you say Day of the Dead in Portuguese? Uh, Dia dos Mortos. Oh, 
was close. So, yeah. It was close. It's a little, a little different, but mm-hmm. whatever. What day is that exactly, though? Does it say on here? I don't know. Google it. Uh, it's celebrated in November. Oh, it is. Oh, it's the day after Halloween. It's the first. It's celebrated on the first and second of November. Oh, I see. Okay, cool. Just curious. I wanted to know when it took place. There you go. Because I wanted to make sure this was technically a, like a Halloween theme. Now you know. I I don't know why. I always thought that was like in the summer. No. Nope, no. Anyway, so the Day of the Dead arrives, and all the stuff in Target for Dia Dia de los Muertos is up right now. I would. It's never in the summer. Right, if you go to like Target, you see all like the. Skulls, I think that's the, just like the, the Halloween sugar stuff. No? Oh, no. oh yeah, those. Yeah. So Day of the Dead arrives, and uh, I, I guess is as tradition is for Day of the Dead, you uh, families gather photos and like all the things that their past loved ones enjoyed in life, and they set up uh, what's called an ofrenda which is essentially like a little uh, a little altar in their house to like honor those that have passed and like remember them. And Miguel accidentally damages a picture frame that had a picture of his great-grandmother Coco with her mother and her father in the picture, except the father, because uh, Imelda, Coco's mother, was upset with their father, she tore the head off the picture of her, um, of her husband. So you don't actually know who the father is. But when he breaks the picture frame, he notices that the picture is actually folded and he sees uh, Ernesto de la Cruz's guitar being held by uh, Coco's father, Amelda's husband in the picture, and naturally assumes, oh my god, Ernesto de la Cruz is my great-great-grandfather. That's why I'm so uh, uh, passionate about music and why I want to do this. So he gets inspired by this to leave uh that night to go to a talent show that they're doing in i guess the center of town as part of like the day of the dead celebrations uh except his family obviously is going to object to it so he's got to like sneak out so he makes it to the talent show doesn't have a guitar because again no musical instruments are allowed and i think if i'm not mistaken his grandmother or his great grandmother no his grandmother finds the guitar that he had made because yeah. he has like this secret little room above like in an, in the attic of the of the shoe business uh where he has like all of ernesto de la cruz's records and like posters and it's where he practices guitar and his grandmother found it and ended up breaking the guitar because again no music is allowed in this family it's very mean though very very mean it's just so like mean. smashes into pieces right in front of him mm-hmm. so he runs off goes to the talent show realizes he needed he needs a guitar he starts asking all the other musicians playing in the talent show if they have like a spare guitar if he can borrow their guitar just so he can play a song and everybody says no so he breaks into Ernesto de la Cruz's mausoleum where his guitar is hanging in the mausoleum and he thinks it's cool because I mean he's his great great grandkid so it's it's basically his guitar they're family man it's their their kin what's mine is yours and yours is mine so as soon as he strums it he becomes invisible to everyone around and he can't interact with anybody so he essentially becomes a ghost like he's just going through people people are going through him no one no one seems to realize he's there and the only people he can interact with are the skeletons of all of the dead relatives of everyone who are making their way into town in honor of a uh, day of the dead. Yeah. They're crossing over. They're cro- Yeah. They're crossing over to like visit, um, to visit their, their loved ones. So he, he, he meets up with his relatives and his relatives take him back to the land of the dead 
Very similar to The Corpse Bride. Yeah, Land of the Got Dead. Got Land of the Dead, Land of the Living. I mean, two different movies yeah, completely, but, but, you know. They both say the Land of the Dead. So they find out that Amelda uh, can't visit the the Land of the Living or her family because Miguel accidentally broke the picture frame and took the picture with him to... Uh, he's got the picture on him, so he, yeah. he can't... So Amelda can't visit because the way it works yeah. is in order for them to visit, people have to set up their pictures and all of that. People have to remember them. Yeah, and they have to set up the pictures and all the things that they love mm-hmm. uh, on the ofrenda or else they, they, they can't pass to the land of the living. Yeah, and once someone, like, once no one remembers you, like, all your family is, like, I guess either dead or they just don't care about you anymore and they don't yeah. remember you anymore, you just kind of, like, disappear. Yeah, you just... Your skeleton just, like, I guess you go into, like, some, you go some you go somewhere else yeah they they in the movie they mentioned that it's it's basically like final death mm-hmm. um so you basically just that's when you like die die yeah. so they find out Imelda can't visit because Miguel accidentally removed her picture from the ofrenda um and Miguel discovers that he's cursed for stealing the guitar from Ernesto de la Cruz because uh, stealing from the dead very taboo very unlucky so they also find out that he has to return to the land of the living by sunrise otherwise he becomes dead mm-hmm. his fingers start his, turning into skeletons he starts like turning into a skeleton yeah like his skin starts to disappear mm-hmm. on one of his fingers and you start seeing the bones come through so the only way to avoid all this is he has to receive a blessing from a member of his family in order to return back to the land of the living so Amelda offers to to give him the blessing Miguel's like all right cool but uh, Amelda offers him her blessing on the condition that he has to end his dream of becoming a musician like he can't pursue that anymore because music ruined his family and you just you can't do it anymore so miguel's like no dice i want to be a musician so i'll just go find ernesto de la cruz because he'll understand because he was my great great grandfather he was a musician he'll totally get what i'm about and he'll give me his blessing no problem so screw you guys i'm gonna go find ernesto de la cruz runs off um oh i also forgot to mention uh in the movie we've um miguel has uh, there's like a stray dog in town that he's always nice to and pets and feeds and things like that for some reason that dog can see him even in his uh i guess ghost state and the the dog his name's dante i think right i think it was dante i don't remember uh the dog ends up also going with him to the land of the dead does that mean the dog is dead that's what I was confused about he ends too. Up staying in the, doesn't he end up staying? He does because he eventually. Uh, well, we'll get to it. Yeah, but, but we I, find we find out that the dog is actually his um, his spirit guide. So everyone in the land of the dead has like a spirit guide that essentially guides them through. I guess the land of the dead, yep. if I'm not mistaken. Um, Amelda's, by the way, is like this giant combo of like a tiger with a like phoenix, bull with like bull say. horns yeah. and like giant phoenix wings. It's a flying tiger with horns. And it's like very it's like bright, massive. Colorful. Yeah, yeah, like neon colors. It's, it's cool. huge. Yeah. Um, so, but more on Dante becoming his spirit guide later. So Miguel takes off to find uh, Ernesto de la Cruz. He comes across this guy named uh, Hector, who he overhears saying that he knows um, Ernesto de la Cruz. So he's like, hey, man, um, can you take me to Ernesto de la Cruz? Uh, I'm his great-great-grandson. Um is there any way that you could possibly help me? And Ernesto's like, all right, but you gotta, if I'm gonna help you with this, but you gotta take this picture of me back to the land of the living and set it up in your ofrenda so that I can go back and 
visit my daughter because he, he's never been able to visit his daughter because he's never been uh, his, his picture's never been put up on anyone's ofrenda before. So he wants to visit his daughter before she forgets him because otherwise then Ernesto disappears and he'll never see his daughter again. Coco. Um, Hector disappears. What did I say? You said Ernesto. Oh. Uh, wait, what? You said Ernesto will disappear and Hector will disappear. Oh, yeah. Hector, Hector will disappear. Sorry. Hector will disappear because um, nobody will remember him. Yeah. So Miguel and Hector decide, all right, deal let's do this um and hector there happen to also be having a talent competition uh at in the land of the dead where the winner of the competition gets to play at ernesto de la cruz's uh day of the dead celebration because every year since ernesto de la cruz is like the most famous musician ever he's still very popular in the he's still yeah he's still super popular but he he always has this party every year and it always ends with him playing this concert in the Day of the Dead the, the following day at sunrise to, I guess, celebrate the end of the holiday and all of that. So the winner of this talent competition gets to go play at the party, and um, Miguel's like, that's it. That's my opportunity to meet Ernesto, get his blessing, and we'll, uh, it'll, it'll, be all, it'll be all good. I'll go back to the land of the living. Everything will be square. So they enter in this competition. Um... Miguel ends up having to borrow a guitar from one of uh, Hector's friends who ends up uh, ultimately disappearing because he ends up being forgotten. So he just kind of starts to glow and then it ju- he just he just disappears. And uh, Miguel uses the guitar that he had to play uh, an, an Ernesto de la Cruz song, which ends up ultimately they never declare him the winner officially because his family ends up showing up. And because music is banned in their fa- in, in their family, he runs off right after playing the song. Yeah, because they're chasing him the and, whole time. Yeah, and the family's chasing him, him the whole time. To get him back home before he turns into a skeleton. So he leaves before before his family catches up to him. But we're led to believe that he ultimately won because like, after he's done playing, the crowd goes wild. Everybody is clapping and cheering for him. So Yeah, but he doesn't because when you get to the party, there's the, the other people win, remember? Yeah, but I think that's because he left. Oh, I see, I see. I, I'm assuming, I don't know. He came know. in second and he was um, gone. Yeah, so uh, before Miguel went up on the talent uh, to play at the talent show, there was this other group of probably like six or seven uh, uh, people that, that played a bunch of different instruments, and, and they also did very well. I, I think they were like the uh, like the ones to beat. They're like the repeat winners or something like that. Um, so Miguel follows them, ends up doing way better and mm-hmm. i think ultimately ends up winning the competition but because he leaves they give it to the other band and by the way uh the entire like town is kind of looking for this kid because he's yeah. the only human there so hector ends up painting his face to look like a skeleton yeah so that you know he can you know blend in with the other ones yeah just fyi that's, that's why in, like the poster and stuff he's got a skeleton face yeah anyway continue so um they go they win the talent show family comes uh they they leave um miguel ends up sneaking or i guess miguel and uh hector and hector well no miguel goes by himself first he sneaks into the man into ernesto's mansion uh with the band that ends up winning because they meet outside the mansion 
and he's like, hey guys, musician to musician, can I ask you for a favor? And they sneak him in in the one guy's tuba. They have a tuba player, so uh, they they sneak Miguel in the tuba, and that's how he gets into um, Ernesto's mansion. So, of course, Ernesto's mansion, the party's packed, everybody's there. He sees, Miguel sees Ernesto in the distance, and he starts shouting for him, but Ernesto obviously can't hear him because he's got, like, a party going on, and there's, like, a DJ playing music, the whole thing. So Miguel finds a guitar, starts playing again another Ernesto song Ernesto hears him playing the song and they kind of meet in the middle of this uh I guess giant dance floor that Ernesto has and Miguel tells him hey man I'm your great great grandchild uh hi and Ernesto is super ecstatic he starts bragging about his grandchild to everybody at the party and he's like yeah he can play too he's you know did you hear him play my song he's super good so Hector ends up coming to the party and he's begging Miguel to take his photo uh, to the land of the living. Uh, I also forgot to mention uh, before Miguel made it to Ernesto's mansion, him and Hector had a little bit of a fight because Hector kept pushing Miguel to take his picture to the land of the living and Miguel's like, you don't care about me. You just want me to take your picture back. You don't, you don't care about me talking to my great, great grandfather. Uh, you just you just care about yourself. So they had this huge argument. So now Hector ends up meeting with him again. And Hector and Ernesto kind of rekindle an argument that they had long ago when they were both alive. And we come to find out that they were actually uh, partners. They were they were uh, musicians together. And I guess kind of like um, a little a little band that they had. They were a duo. They, yeah, they were a duo. And he it comes to light that all of the famous songs that Ernesto de la Cruz performed were actually Hector's songs that Ernesto never gave him credit for. And we find out that Ernesto in life actually poisoned Hector because Hector decided that he didn't want to pursue music as a career anymore. He, he wanted to be with his family. He missed his wife. He missed his, he missed his daughter. And so he decides to leave and Ernesto's like, dude, I can't do this without you. Like you're, you're writing all the music and stuff. I, I got, I have, I bring nothing to this partnership. Um, so he ends up, he ends up killing Ernesto, uh, via poison as mm-hmm. you do. And all right, not, not Ernesto. Uh, he ends up killing Hector via poison as you do. And he just takes, he takes all the credit for all the songs. Mm-hmm. So to protect his legacy, I guess, cause he doesn't want to be forgotten. He essentially has the security take away Hector, and then he has um, Miguel thrown into like this pit. Uh, it's called a, a C-note pit, which is just like um, a sinkhole that it gives way, and then there's just like a bunch of groundwater. Um, it's basically just like it's just it's just it's a hole. It's just a hole in the ground with water at the bottom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Miguel realizes there that his great-great-grandfather is actually Hector and not Ernesto de la Cruz. Mm-hmm. They figure that out because I think he says the name, I think he says Coco. He says his daughter's name is Coco. Yeah, he says, yeah, so he, he has the picture, uh, Miguel still has the picture of, uh, of, um, Coco. Am- Amelda and Coco, mm-hmm. and he whips it out, and, uh, and Hector's like, that's, that's Coco, that's my daughter. And he was like, oh, you're my great-great-grandfather, Oh man. 
So what a twist. What a twist. So they come to the realization that Miguel would rather have Hector as a great great grandfather now instead of Ernesto anyway, because Ernesto is kind of a dick. He's a piece of shit. Um so And a murderer. And a murderer. Yeah. So now they have to figure out how they're gonna get out of this pit. All of a sudden we hear barking and it's Dante. Of course. Um Spear guide. He he's at the top of the pit and shortly followed by Amelda on her flying dragon. Yeah, tiger dragon. Tiger dragon, dragon phoenix person thing. And they rescue them out of the pit. Uh, Miguel tells the story to his dead relatives about uh, what Ernesto did, uh, who Hector is, how he screwed him over. Um, Amelda and Hector, Amelda knows who Hector is obviously the entire time, still doesn't like him because she feels like he abandoned the family uh to pursue his career in music well she doesn't know that Ernesto, yeah she doesn't because yeah. he was going back to to the family yeah before. she yeah she doesn't know that he actually ended up being killed which is why he never came back yeah. so once she finds that out she's kind of like oh man i made a mistake so at the at ernesto's concert the next day as he's preparing to to play the uh the family sneaks in into one of um frida's so they have uh, Frida, the famous Frida Mexican. Calla. Yeah, uh, she was an pa- artist, right? She was a painter. I think so. Um, they, she's putting on. She's like the opening act for Ernesto. So she's putting on this huge performance where she has like all these dancers and things like that. And the family goes. Miguel and his family go in as they sneak in as part of her dancers. So when they take the stage, they kind of sneak off backstage. They confront Ernesto, and they're like, uh, "All right, now what?" So Ernesto took the photo of um, which photo did uh, he take? Hector. Oh, that's right. He took uh, he took Hector's photo from Miguel, so Miguel wouldn't be able to take it back to the land of the living and um, and have uh, Hector remembered. So they they're able to take the photo back. Uh, a huge chase ensues backstage. They're running off to I guess the upper area of like this arena where this concert's taking place. And Ernesto chases Miguel essentially to the edge, and he's about to push Miguel off the edge and, like, down to the city below. And before that happens, there's a camera up there, and one of Miguel's aunts, I think, uh, flips the switch on the camera, turns it on, and the camera broadcasts live to the whole stadium on, like, the TVs that they have. Uh, They broadcast live Ernesto's... um, essentially confession of like killing Hector and his plans to just not not have Hector remembered and how he's like the greatest of all time and so he ends up uh being exposed by that then Amelda's giant flying tiger comes in scoops up uh uh, Ernesto ends up pushing Miguel off the off the edge of the stadium Miguel's falling about to hit pavement uh poor Dante uh, Dante at this point, by the way, has ter- has full on turned into like his spirit and into Miguel's spirit guide. So he becomes like all vibrant colors and he grows wings, but he doesn't really know how to use him yet because, you know, he's been a dog his whole life. So he's got to like figure out flying now. It's going to be a hard adjustment. So it's it's a tough one to make. Uh, so he uh, Dante dives in after Miguel, grabs Miguel, but he Miguel's like too heavy for Dante to lift. So his poor little wings can't he just can't carry the weight. So then Amelda's giant tiger comes in and whisks Miguel up. Uh, Miguel loses Hector's picture in the uh, the in act flight. in flight. Yeah, he loses Hector's picture. Hector's picture ends up falling into like a river. 
and the uh, Amelda's flying tiger brings Miguel back up to safety, and uh, everybody's you know grateful that Miguel's back. But Miguel's like, oh no, Hector, I messed up. Like I, dr- I dropped your picture. Um, meanwhile, Hector is starting to fade because he's being forgotten because Coco is the only one that remembers him at this point, and Coco. We never find out, but I think Coco has like some sort of dementia or Alzheimer's yeah, because she's she doesn't. Yeah, like hundred. Yeah, she can't remember like any. She's just old. Yeah, she can't remember any of her family members' names. She doesn't really. Um, she doesn't talk much. She doesn't. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't talk much. Nothing like that. She's so, cute though. She's a cute yeah. old lady. So Hector, Hector's starting to fade, and Miguel's like, "Oh man, I'm sorry, I messed up. Like I dropped your picture, but it, it's fine. I can still go get it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine." And then um, Amelda's like, "No, there's no time. Like I'm, we're giving you." Uh, our blessing to go back no conditions like just go back and uh miguel ends up going back he wakes up he's still in the mausoleum he wakes up he ends up taking the guitar or uh, uh, ernesto's guitar uh he rushes back to really it's hector's guitar uh, it is hector's guitar that's right because when you see the scene where like he murdered where ernesto murders hector you see him take his guitar and his uh yeah songbook. yeah so um he ends up taking the guitar rushes back to the family's uh shoe business he he runs into his grandmother his grandmother's like what are you doing with that guitar and miguel's like i i have to find coco i have to talk to coco and uh and she's like not with that guitar you're not like give me the guitar and miguel runs off he he um he manages to get by his grandmother f- goes into coco's room locks the door to keep his family out and he starts playing uh remember me which is uh, ernesto de la cruz's like most famous song mm-hmm. and but hector technically wrote yeah it. so we find out when all of this comes to light about hector and ernesto's relationship we find out that remember me was actually a song that hector wrote for coco um for them to sing together every night at the same time no matter where they were, even if they weren't in the same room, like they would sing this song so that they would kind of remember each other. Um, so that's why the song is called Remember Me. And uh, Hector, uh, not Hector, Miguel starts playing the song and he's going through it and he starts getting to the chorus and Coco starts to sing along. It's adorable. Um, Coco starts remembering the words and she sings the entire song. She sings like the rest of the song along with Miguel. So cute. Everybody starts crying in the family. Um, and they're like, oh my God, music is so great. Um, so as Coco starts to remember all the words, uh, Hector ends up not disappearing. We find out because after, uh, Coco, uh, Coco and Miguel sing this song, uh, they fast forward to the next year. So now we're at the following year's, uh, uh, day of the dead celebration. Uh, and we see Coco's picture being put up on the ofrenda. Presumably she died the past year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then they cut to, uh, Miguel who has, I don't know if it's his sibling, but he's holding a baby. Yeah. I think his mom was pregnant. Like, oh, was she? Yeah. Okay. So he's holding, uh, his new sibling and showing this, showing the baby, like all the pictures on the ofrenda and like showing her who each family member was. Oh yeah. It also turns out before that, remember after they were singing the song, uh, cause Coco goes, Oh, pop up. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She opens up a draw and she yeah, takes out the, she has, the ripped part of the picture. Yeah. She has the head. Yeah. Uh, she has Hector's head, which they tape. So now they, um, have, a so now they have a picture of Hector. So Hector's on the ofrenda. Now mm-hmm. he gets remembered. We cut to the, uh, land of the dead and Hector, uh, along with, uh, along with Coco and Amelda are making it through, Oh, yeah, kind cute. of like like security at an airport yeah um so they have to like show they take a pic they like scan their face and then i guess the computer tells them whether or not their picture is up on an ofrenda somewhere 
and uh, it, Hector's picture is finally up there, and he's like, "What? Okay." So they walk through, and they're walking across this bridge made of like these, um, like these petals. These I don't know what kind of petals they are, but they're like some sort of fat flower petals. Mm-hmm. Um, they're orange, and they walk across this bridge, and Hector, Coco, and Imelda, along with the rest of their uh, relatives, make it to the land of the living to visit their family. And Hector gets to see Coco because they're now both in the uh, land of the dead and they they make it to the land of the living where miguel is now performing in like a mariachi style band uh singing a song i assume that he wrote um because i don't know where else he would have yeah i assume he wrote that song and uh and yeah and you see the uh current living relatives along with the dead relatives and they're all dancing and playing and hector starts playing his guitar and that's how the movie ends it was a very good movie. Oh, sweet. Um, I cute. I'd say I missed something with it. It was right. very good. Um, I learned a lot more about the Day of the Dead. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I didn't I, know what it was about. I didn't know. Well, I knew it had to deal with like families and their uh, and like honoring their uh, uh, relatives, relatives who have passed. Yeah. Did not know that it involved um, all of that. Like I didn't know anything about like the Ofrenda stuff. I didn't know any of that. That was new to me. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, so. I, yeah, I, I learned a lot. I, I, I liked it. I, I'd say I missed something. The music was fun. It um, was. It's all like... Um, the, de- the Land of the Dead was fun. Like, not that they were... I mean, it wasn't fun because they were dead, but like they had a, they were having a great yeah, time. Yeah, it was much better. Like, The Land of the Dead and Corpse Bride, very depressing. Land yeah. of the Dead and Coco, a lot more fun. fun. Very yeah. vibrant. Mm-hmm. The spirit guys are like everywhere. Well, I feel like the Mexican culture like, is just very... Is more vibrant. And, that's true. You know, music yeah. heavy and like, you know. That's true. Um, this movie... Not surprising. Uh, received well. very, very well. Mm-hmm. Also mm-hmm. did well. The budget for this movie, I don't think they have a solid number. I don't know why, but the budget's listed anywhere from somewhere between 175 to 225 million. Um, it only made a hundred. It only made 800 million. Oh, that's it. Um, that's it. It only. That's all it made. Damn. So I don't know. Yeah. Kind of a flop, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like I mentioned before, it's the first uh, first motion picture with a nine a nine figure budget that featured an all Latino cast. Um, it was received relatively well. Again, another Pixar movie. I don't think there was a single negative review. It currently has, I think it's like a ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, audiences polled by Cinema Score gave the film uh, an A plus on a scale of mm-hmm. A plus to F. Yeah. Won the Oscar that year for best uh, animated feature. I I see that. No, I know that. Oh, all right. There you go. So a good movie. If you haven't seen it, now's a good time to watch it. Oh, and also a fun little thing. Again, that I saw on the internet was um, it was a little clue that you could tell that the the guitar was really Hector's. It has a gold tooth. Oh. And he has a gold tooth. Oh. You you wouldn't really notice it if you weren't paying attention, but like I just yeah I thought that was fun. Like a fun little Easter egg. There you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it did, did win a bunch of awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the Golden Globes, it won Best Animated Feature Film. Told you. It was nominated. That's the Golden Globes. Oh, not, well, it won the yeah. Oscar too. Don't worry. Um, it won. It won. It also won for Best Original Song for Remember Me. Mm-hmm. Um, at the Oscars, it won Best Animated Feature and Best Original Song. Um, it was chosen by the National Board of Review as the be- Best Animated Film of 2017. And it also received an impact award from the nice. National Hispanic Media Coalition for Outstanding Motion Picture of 2017. Well deserved. So yeah. yeah, I don't think I don't think it was a single negative thing anyone said about this movie ever. No. So watch it if you haven't. 
we s we certainly miss something. There are thirty songs in this. How many songs are in this? A lot thing? of songs. There's a lot of songs. There's oh wow, there's a lot of songs. Thirty-eight Jeez. is the soundtrack. Damn. Thirty-eight songs, and it's broken up. Oh, I think they have like they have like. I think they have it in Spanish, and then they also have like a Portuguese one. Oh, cool. So look at that. Nice. Hmm. Um. But yeah. So that was Coco. Yeah, it was very good. You should see it. You should see it. Yeah. It was a very good movie. Mm -hmm. It's sad. It's fun. It's happy. It's Dante fun. was my favorite part. Dante. Oh the, yeah. The puppy. Yeah. Oh, he was. Yeah. He was great. He has yeah. a long tongue. It's always like wrapping around his his his, uh, his snout. It's very. Oh, it's adorable. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the, those Pixar people, they know what they're doing. They do. They really do. They know do. what they're doing. They have a formula they stick to it, and they do it well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but thank you again for joining us this week. Yeah. Apologies on the incredibly late upload. It's all right. But um, we'll hopefully, hopefully you got some enjoyment out of this episode. Uh, and if you did, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Did I Miss Pod. Subscribe to the podcast you're currently listening to. And uh, give us suggestions on what we should watch next or listen to. Mm -hmm. um, oh, TV show news update. Sidebar. We uh, finally finished the show we were watching. Yeah. But we probably won't put that episode out until November because now we got to finish the Halloween yeah. theme stuff. But new TV show yeah. coming. Which so we, sh we should do a scary movie probably. You want to, we could do a scary movie. Well, we've done two animated. We might as well do something actually scary. Those we could. other two were like fun ones kind of. We could do a scary movie. Yeah, I'm not a real big scare. Like, I haven't seen, like, many scary movies. I'm not a big horror fan. Me neither. So. Me neither. I don't... I just don't think, like, most of the time they're just not good. Like, they're just not good movies. It's not, it's not that they're scary. It's just, eh. The plot's lacking. Right. It's more yeah. about, like, the scare. Less yeah. about the story. Agreed. I get it. But, um, yeah. So we will see you next week. Well, yeah, we'll see you next week. You can say that's fine. And, uh... Thank you for listening. Yeah. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Please. Those are all the things that you need to do. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And uh, yeah, follow us at Did I Miss Pod. We will see you next week. Bye. Check out Coco. Oh yeah, watch Coco. Bye.